Oh, what's up? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? All righty. Yes, I can. Okay, so let's get started. Well, welcome, everybody. This is uh, Tony the Kid. Welcome to the Reject Rundown. Uh, sorry, we've been gone for a while, but we know we normally take our season break. We are starting up with season three again of the Reject Rundown with, the, I guess, Rejects with Attitude, of course, you guys. Um, Gorge here. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so how's, how was your little break? Oh, that was good. Um, I think it's been one of the most relaxing breaks I've had, uh, had Christmas with the family, New Year's with the family, a few birthdays yeah. here. It's been it's been a wild one. What about you? No, uh, not too bad. Same thing, you know. Some sad news, of course. You, I think you, you know, uh, my, yeah. my grandmother away. But you know, it was for other than that. I think it was a nice uh, gathering of the people. You know, all, all my relatives got together and stuff like that. I think we enjoyed um, having good memories. You know, she was uh, the ninety eight, ninety nine. Um, so she lived a good life. I think I'm not too sad about this whole scenario moment because you kind of have a, you know, she lived what she could. She saw all her grandchildren graduate. They're starting their families and stuff. And that's, that's the good part about it. So she's in a better place. I feel like that's uh, the best part. I think to me, the best part is also she got to live, uh, the, each generation of the family, you know, like. Um, kind of like how my mom is right now. Uh, my mom has a granddaughter now, you know, great granddaughter. So right. we're we're looking at five generations of Guadarrama women in our side of the family, with the addition yeah. of this little girl. So I mean, your grandma, one way or another, she's lived a life to see a big span of the family growing as it is from generation to generation. Right. That's true. There you go. See, that's good. So. Um, some news that stuff happening, of course, the rundown stuff. You know, we're talking about some movies that came out. Of course, some big names like Birds of Prey that came out, The Irishman on Netflix and some selected theaters. The Joker, of course, what a big hit. Uh, Bad Boys 3, that was a nice one. Sonic, that's also a fan favorite. Um, what other crazy stuff? We got a trailer for Transformers War of War for Cybertron on Netflix. I guess it's a little series that's going to be coming on there. Um, uh, Back to the Future remake in talks. Looks like that's going to be in talks. We also got to see um, definitely a, a thing will be in Uncle RJ, uh, Batman costume teaser trailer type of thing going on there with uh, Matt Reeves. He did for us. He did a little something, something for that. Um, pictures coming out. Not too bad. We get some news about that, about uh, Catwoman being pregnant. So I don't know. Some really cool stuff. Um, what other things we got? Uh, Batman, the anime series. Uh, I guess the writers and stuff are coming back together to do a comic book series. That's actually pretty cool. Um, and it's all going to be based on the cartoon itself, of the, the big hit that we all used to watch and when we fell in love uh, with Batman. You know, I guess it's everybody that came in for that nice little cartoon that's coming back. Uh, Rapunzel is giving it live action. It's going to be, I guess it's in the works at the moment right now. Mulan coming out soon. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Uh, reboot is in the works, of course, by Disney uh, since they took it over from Fox. So I guess that's a good franchise to kind of dap into. Um, Proud Family reboot off of Disney Plus. I guess since Disney Plus came out, Proud Family has been a hit. So they're going to do a reboot and it's called Proud Family Louder and Prouder. So I think everybody's still alive and well and they'll be coming back for the series. So that we're looking, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. 
Um, other than that, what about um, WWE news? What we got, Uncle RJ? Oh, we're actually on our way to uh, on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, okay. We just did the Saudi Arabia show uh, recently, actually, this past uh, Thursday while I was at work. So I got to uh, check out the news while I was on break of who won what match and everything. Of course, uh, it seemed like it was a one-sided old man victory all over the pay-per-view. Uh, people are not happy about that. Yeah, I heard the booze. I heard some booze in there, especially with the whole Goldberg stuff. Well, I think the fans are not happy about, you know, uh, Goldberg defeating the Fiend after they built this monster to be so, like, unstoppable. Right? I agree. I, I agree with that one. Um, also, you forgot to mention that DC finally uh, put out their lineup for the movies that are coming up soon. Ah, that is very true. Um, you go ahead. You got, you have the lineup on you? I didn't have that down. Yeah, let me see if I sent it to you. And if I didn't erase it, we still have it there. It's a good thing I don't have to worry about leaving the conversation. You're still here. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Tony the Kid. Oh, I got uh, course Wonder Woman. Yes. That's going to be that. Too. Uh, what was it? The Batman, of course, from Matt Reeves. I think we saw The Flash. The Suicide Squad, Black Adam, yep. Shazam 2, Aquaman. And each one already has a date. Like Wonder Woman is uh, this year, uh, June 5th. Okay. There you go. Batman, Batman is June 25th. Uh, next uh-huh. year, Suicide Squad. Okay. Next year, also August twenty, August sixth. So I guess we have something okay. to do on your birthday, Anthony. But I know, right? We got a lot to and do Alex's on our birthday. birthday too. Uh, Black Adam, right. December twenty second. Okay. Shazam two, Ooh. April first, twenty second. Oh, December is twenty second of, of next year. Um, of next year. Shazam. Of which one? Yeah. Uh, Black Adam. Of next year in December. Yeah, in December 2022 okay. of uh, 2021. Okay. Shazam, April 1st, 2022. The Flash. Okay. I keep hearing uh, news about The Flash. That's going to be in July 1st, 22. And okay. Aquaman, December 16th, 22. All right. Yeah, there you go. I'm definitely – now, out of that lineup, I can tell you right now what I'm looking forward to. Definitely – actually, uh, well, here are my, t- here are my top you know, my top picks. Wonder Woman for sure, the Batman of course, Aquaman definitely, Black Adam for sure. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, what was in there? Uh, I think so that's it, really. Suicide Squad. That one I'm actually surprisingly looking forward to. I want to see what James Gunn has in store for us in Suicide Squad. I mean, knowing him behind the whole Guardians of the Galaxy, and then being behind this one, I think I'm actually looking forward definitely to that one for sure. So that one, yes. Um, other than that. The Flash 2, uh, I mean, the Flash itself, I'm, eh, I'm up in the air. So of course, I'm not really looking forward to the whole movie of him. Uh, but my personal reasons about the actor, you know, uh, which other one? Shazam 2, same thing. First one was decent. This one's going to be decent as well. You know, I'm not really a Shazam fan type of thing. I'm definitely with the whole Black Adam. So I guess that's just that's my input. That's what I was going to say. I think for me, of course, uh, my top one is Batman, no matter what. But Wonder Woman is coming out this year, so I'm anticipating that. Um, for me, it'll have to be a countdown between uh, Batman's number one, 
Then, of course, Wonder Woman. Uh, after that, I would have to go with Black Adam. Okay. I'm really hoping to see what The Rock could do with, as Black Adam. Then Aquaman, Shazam 2, The Flash, and Suicide Squad. Got you. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Um, Let's see. So, pretty much, I guess what we can start with. I guess uh, between uh, the movies that's going to be coming out or that came out in the past, I mean, did you see any of the, the main movies there, like The Birds of Prey, Irishman, The Joker, Bad Boys 3, or Sonic? What's I Let's talk Joker about the Joker and Irishman. Yeah. Okay. So I saw Joker. Of course, I think we already talked about Joker. Um, how? But I just want to congratulate Joker on finally the second time a Joker actor wins a Oscar. Oh, that's yes, that's right. They actually Oscar was a big hit between all all of them guys already. So it was uh, a nice little hit. Um, and not just that. It's weird that if you ever look at the history of comic book movies, I think it's the first time in history that four movies that include the Joker have all won an Oscar. That's true. That was something I was looking up, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Hold on, wait. Oh, oh, is that SG3? What up, homie? Oh, we're in the party. Party. Welcome, everybody. It's SG3. What is going on, guys? Sorry, I'm a little bit late, man. That's all right. Better late than never. Better late than never, right? You know what they say. That's yeah, right. So, I mean, SG3, we kind of just went over some of the stuff that went happened uh, while we were gone, like the Birds of Prey movie that came out, Irishman came out, The Joker, Bad Boy 3, Sonic. Uh, we got a teaser trailer for Candyman, uh, Back to the Future, uh, the remakes in the works, of course, the Batman costume stuff that's been going on, Transformers, The War on Cybertron from Netflix, that little trailer that came out, uh, the Batman series going to comic books, like a three-series novel, uh, Rapunzel, live actions in the works, we got Planet of the Apes reboot on the way, and the Proud Family reboot from Disney Plus, Louder uh, and Louder. So, you know, most of that stuff that happened during Ramadan, we're actually just dipping into uh, talking about the movies that went that happened on, and uh, if you watched them, and what was some good news that kind of happened afterwards. Honestly, man, I haven't had any time to watch any movies. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I wanted to watch Sonic, but I just it's been just so busy with everything that happened. So I'm gonna let y'all handle this one. I be keeping the spot, <laughs> but nah, I haven't done anything after that uh, movie wise. By the way, gotcha. how was your breaking your uh, New Year break? Wait, what's up? How was your break so far? Because we all came back from our break. How was yours? Man, it was great, man. It was fantastic, you know. Just spend time with, with the with the girl. Spend you know with my girl. Spend time with my with the family. You know how it goes, Uncle Uncle RJ. Um, yeah, I know. I know. You know. Very good. Christmas. Yeah, I'm I'm Christmas. Remember Christmas, man. It's Christmas, isn't that Christmas? It's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, as far as news wise, I guess people, um, I think what we want to tell our fans to go definitely see is definitely watch The Irishman. That's a good, that's a musty. Um, I think, in my opinion, issue three, you should watch that one for sure. That's a good, I, I feel like it went back to the old, 
mafia days, you know, not not like a casino type of movie. It's a little, you know, of course, everybody's not that they're older, so we could, it's not that, like hyped up like that, but it's a very, very solid Scorsese type of movie with all those those good actors. So that one's a good, that one's a definitely good uh, popcorn eater and enjoy the movie type. Uh, Joker for sure was a, a phenomenal. I think we talked about that before we went on a break, but that's a definitely would like to go see. We're uh, we're actually just celebrating that they won the Oscars. Uh, main actor, of course, uh, Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job. He deserved that uh, deserved that brand, and I think uh, part two is going to be even better. I I feel that. With what with what Joaquin with what Joaquin did for uh, the Joker was just phenomenal. Um, I haven't seen the movie, but just the fact that for us as uh, for a lot of people who are DC fans or who are Batman fans, if you grew up watching the um, Mark Hamill as a Joker, and you grew yep. up with him with his laugh, the fact that Joaquin almost got the laugh or got the laugh almost to like the perfect T. That yep. to fans was like, oh my goodness, dude! You did something we've been waiting for for so long, because that's what we yeah. picture the Joker laugh. Exactly, and I think that was one of our skeptics of uh, coming into this movie when it started with the whole the laugh part. Like, if you're gonna get the laugh, if you're gonna get an actor, can they pull off the laugh? I think if you cannot pull off that psychotic, like mind bottling type of laugh, then it's always the skeptical of was it a good Joker. Was it enough? You know, and I think watching the movie, it was a very, very surprise big hit. I didn't forget it. So, yeah, I, I agree with that one. I like that. Yeah, man, it was great. It's just from just from the trailer, like the couple times you know you just heard the laugh. As me, I got chills going down my spine. I was like, dude, this is amazing. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I I saw Bad Boy. Saw pretty much three of these. So I saw the Irishman, the Joker, and Bad Boy Three. Um, I can tell you right now, all. Well, well worth going to see. Bad Boys Three for sure was a. Uh, I think that was going to be a good hit in my opinion because I'm both a uh, Will Smith fan and a uh, what is it um, and a Martin Lawrence fan. So I think watching those two films was very good. Um, I think those are one of my for sure guys type of type of movie that I like, and I like the franchise. I like the fact that they're making a part four, so that's actually pretty good. They did what they deserve. Um. Sonic itself, Sonic, I think, was uh, more of a family-friendly type of and I think it, it did well in the movies because, it's, you know, it's a kid movie, so kids, obviously, parents are going to take their kids, and we got four or five kids, that's like four or five tickets, and that's like even more, so that, I think that's why we did a phenomenal job too as well. I feel that at this point, though, also, it just goes with our generation from the 90s kids, you know, who grew up playing Sonic, the fact that there's like an actual movie now of Sonic. For us, it's like, yeah. dude, it's nostalgic because it reminds you so right. much of growing up, and you know now that you see like his speed and everything. Um, yep, I haven't seen it, but you know, just uh, just from like the creation of it, just all the processes it went through, like it, it looks good. It looks really good. Um, I can't wait to see Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik, though. That's yeah, exactly, and that's one thing I want to see too. I think for Sonic, I kind of me personally. I would probably wait to wait until it comes on DVD for me to see it and give it a nice, like, solid review on it. Um, I know that for a fact that's one of the roles I want to see for sure. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's just it's a good fan favorite type of movie. So I know that's why I want to see it. But, you know, that's my thing. 
Um, but SG3, what about some sports news? I know I had Uncle RJ kind of go through with some WWE stuff, and he kind of let me know. So, um, what's up with the whole? What's up with boxing? I know Tyson Wilder versus uh, came out. That was a surprise. Yeah, that was a great fight, man. I watched the fight. Uh, Tyson Fury, um, he, he did what he had to do. Tyson Fury took the fight to Deontay Wilder, and I think that's what Deontay Wilder was not expecting someone to bring the fight to him. Um, you know, there's a couple people out there who are saying about the uh, about the punch in the ear and everything. Right? If we go back to history, though, dude, if we go back to history, let's look not even not even five years ago. Okay. Miguel Cotto versus Sergio Martinez in the first round. Cotto cocks him with a left with a left hook right to the right to the back of the ear. And that's what's kind of like start dazing him. And then of course he had the bad knees. So in boxing is a perfect legal punch because it happens. But yeah. at this point though, like you can't consider it and say it was a punch back of the head. It wasn't a punch back of the head. He hit you in the ear, it's still it's fine. It just it messes up with your equilibrium hundred percent, though. That's why you feel like it's a punch in the back of the head. Um, yeah. So, uh, do I feel that maybe Fury capitalized on that? I feel that once Fury fought that punch, it was a different. It was, excuse me. Once Wilder fought that punch, it was a different Wilder. Um, it wasn't the same kind of Wilder you expect. You know, with the same kind of like hard hitting power. Uh, he didn't have any legs. Um, he didn't have any any sort of like just mentality in order to continue that fight. Um, I did, yeah, I didn't see it either. I don't know whatsoever. Honestly, though, um, I feel that uh, if they do a round three, um, I don't. What I want to see though is how does Wilder come out of this? Because as we have seen before, when the puncher gets knocked out or when the puncher loses a fight by knockout, they don't come back the same. Um, Mike yep. Tyson, uh, Ronda cool. Rousey, they don't come back the yep. same. So right. I want to see how Wilder is going to adapt now going forward. Um, and honestly, as me as a boxing fan, you have to make this here for sure. In 2020, the fans want Wilder, I'm assuming not Wilder, they want to see Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. Yeah. Sign, sign the dotted yep. line. Before right? the year ends, we got to see that fight. It has to happen. It has to happen by September um, or October. In order for the in order for the fight to, uh, in order for for boxing to close on a huge year. Okay, I do give the answer on that when I give it to Fury. Uh yeah. I if it if it goes between the Joshua Fury fight, I think Fury would definitely give him the hands. I think Fury's he's an actual all around boxer. I think he's he is the actual all around type of boxer. I think. With Joshua, he's been phenomenal on in the European tour just because of the whole, you know, his power, of course, his resilience, and he does have he does have some type of like jab work and whatnot. He does, you know, keep his distance, you know, but I feel like he still needs more more of that to be developed. I mean, I'm sure he's not he's not as developed as Tyson is when it comes to that, and his defense. Well, don't forget though. He also just started training with uh, with Klitschko for his uh, for his Reeves fight. If you look at him, he has some taxes that Klitschko sh- uh, showed him. It wasn't all. Yeah. It wasn't all Joshua. Like there was a couple of things in there that you could see was definitely Klitschko. Um, and don't forget, Fury beat Klitschko. So definitely, like I said, I give the edge to to Fury. 
because, yeah. as you said, he's a full all-around boxer. He's a full guy who he um, he's got the footwork. He's got the defense. He's got the he's got the 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 bobbing and weaving down to a, to a bittersweet placement. Honestly, whether people want to see it or not, he, he's got it down. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So I, I guess that's one thing I'm looking forward to for sure. Um, what else? What else we got? That, that I mean, that's one fight for sure. I think. Oh, we also did missed on the Masvidal versus Diaz fight. I I didn't get a chance to see it. I read about it. I've seen like highlights of it, but um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel that um, that they deserve a second fight. Honestly, they deserve a second fight. Yeah. Yeah, that I, I think I was there watching the fight. Um, for sure, with a couple like what this, I think with Uncle RJ, if I'm not mistaken, he was there too for sure. But that fight it definitely deserves a second fight. Um, I think my perspective of it within the first uh, first two rounds for sure, Masvidal was giving it to him. He was getting the work. Third round, the beginning of it, you can kind of see uh, Diaz getting his getting his feet back. You know, getting his win back a little bit and getting uh, kind of understanding of how Masvidal works. I mean, yeah, he was collecting those punches, but you know, the thing with Diaz is he's the he's the type of fighter where if you're if he's fighting against a fighter who's beating him badly within the first two rounds, he's gonna last. And the longer the fight goes, the more the more speed, the more confidence Diaz is gonna get back into him, and then he's gonna start just wailing. He's just started getting them hands. Same thing he did to Conor McGregor. Same thing he does with any other fighter. He just, he's that type of resilient type of fighter. And the way I saw it was definitely towards the end of the third round, you can see Masvidal, you know, not necessarily gassing out, but he slowed down just a tad. And you can kind of see Diaz getting his confidence and starting to, you know, starting to change the momentum of the fight to where, okay, if it goes to fourth round, Okay, I think we can see Diaz trying to come come back a little bit and make it a real fight like that. Oh, it should have been, uh, but you know they they call it a stoppage, of course, because of the whole cut. In my opinion, the beginning was let him fight, but I think later on, like after you really start focusing on on the on the cuts, like it was pretty bad above and definitely underneath. So I guess I can see, you know, why they had to do it. But in my opinion, like come on. If it's this type of fight, people want to see it. They want to see a certain way end. They want to see somebody knocked out. So that fans want to see a part two. So they yeah. should definitely make. Hundred percent, I agree with you on that. Um, if we if we go to it, uh, Conor McGregor coming back was not expecting that. Definitely, especially with with uh, Cowboy. Not at all. That was a. <laughs> That was some. That was a real good, a real good wake up. Like that was old school Con- Connor. Yeah, and so I want to see if it's true what they say about Connor. Um, Connor says he wants another two fights before he goes after Khabib Part Two. So definitely looking to see what's going on uh, on there because I feel that maybe once Connor gets you know his ground game going, then we're gonna see a better a better fight against Khabib than what we did the first time. Yeah, I, definitely. I think, you know, his defense was pretty decent in the beginning of that fight. So I feel like if he keeps learning that a little bit better. Um, and I think what Connor needs to do, too, is control. Like, I think watching the Khabib fight the first full round, within the first round, you can kind of tell Connor was keep, you know, had his distance up, 
a little bit, and I think he made Khabib respect his punch in the beginning. I think it was more of like once once Khabib was able to grab on and take him down, that's when Khabib got his confidence in knowing that I, I'm going to get this guy for sure. So, you know, I feel like that's where Connor needs to kind of uh, get his distance well, well rounded a little bit more better, which I think he can work out pretty well. He's done, he's done d- well thus far about it. So, good adjustment. Um, and I think he's more, I think this go around, he's, he's going to be more focused. When he first fought Khabib, I think that was more him just, you know, the whole highlight reel type of guy, the whole like hype man, the business got affecting him a little bit more, the money, everything. Like when you're once you're a fighter and your mind is on other things, it's you, us fans. We're gonna see it in you when you fight your next fight, like we did with uh, Ronda Rousey when she fought Holly Holm. All the movies, the commercials, the advertisement, like you can definitely see it affect the fight. Like I understand Holly had the hand, had the work, you know, but I think if Rhonda really had that focus and her mindset, I think she could have taken her down. She could have got her drilled on the ground game and it would have been a different type of fight. It's just that you can kind of see those fighters. There's certain fighters who can tell when when the media is too much for them and it affects their fight game. And Connor, I think that's what affects them with the speed right. So I think this go around with Cowboy, you can see that he was more focused. You keep that up, the next few fights, once you get into the Khabib fight, you're gonna it's gonna show a whole lot different. hundred percent true. And I think that's what kind of affected the whole Wilder thing. I think this fight go around, I feel like Wilder was more of a you know, the media aspect of it. Like, I could tell he was more hyping it up, giving it going. Like, something was off of Wilder. I feel like he, there was something going on before the fight that affected him during the fight because he did not look even the same like he did with the first go-around between him and Tyson. Here's here's the way that I feel. I feel that in the first fight, he he had the confidence because Fury comes in overweight. Fury comes in with no with no target practice. Fury comes in just straight out of the gate, and we're gonna fight. So you're gonna take on the best yeah. heavyweight at that point in the heavy, in you know in the world, and then expect to win. So that's why I feel like if you if you look at the first fight, Wild Fury, excuse me, Wilder was more like, all right, cool, like I got this. He came in with the confidence. That's what it, it wasn't about media, dude. It was more about I'm here with confidence because I'm gonna. Beat this dude because this guy can't do nothing. Yeah, we saw a whole different Fury though. We saw a Fury that was more like, "Hey, I maybe have been out of the ring for three years, and I may be almost, I may have been four hundred pounds, and I went down to like two hundred and something, but I still got the footwork. Like that doesn't leave." Yeah. So I feel that um, with this one, probably just from what I saw. Wilder wasn't he wasn't as prepared because he didn't know what to do this time. Cause yeah. if you think about it, dude, let, let's go back to that first fight. You got the knockout, you know, basically you got the guarantee knockout. Everybody called it from the announcers to the fans to the people to Tyler himself. The fight's over. That 12 round hit, we all knew it. We all saw it. Like you should have been knocked out. Your eyes should have been in the back of your head. 
The fact that Tyson Fury got up not only did something to Fury, it did something to Wilder. And it shows more in his Ortiz rematch. Look at the way he fought Ortiz. He doesn't fight him the same as he fought him the first time. He is no longer trying to, because remember before, he always knew how to just throw that right hand and he landed. Whether his feet were planted, whether they weren't, but he knew how to throw it. I feel at this point that with Tyson Fury getting up from those two devastating shots, it was basically to, to Wilder like, I guess I need to plant my feet. And so he comes in with a different kind of mindset. Like, this guy literally took my best punches that I could have given anybody and made mm-hmm. it seem like they were nothing. Like, he, you saw the way he got up. He held on to the ref and told him, I'm good, dude. I literally, I'm good. Go, the ref tells him, walk to the left, come back. Let's see what you got. Goes, does a little try, comes right back. All right, cool. Then let's go ahead. Let's go for this. Let's go. Let's continue the fight. In my mind, I think that was more like uh, mind games. Yeah, yeah. I think the mental, mental part about it, like when the what if Fury just because I'm thinking, what if Fury actually took the dive for that moment just to like make everybody believe that something deep happened, and that's why he was able to get Wilder off of his like game. Kind of do that type of stuff. They do the mental part, mental fight of that to kind of give them a little bit more edge when it comes to the later round. Which, I mean, that was the later, that was what, the 10th round, 11th round, if I'm not wow. mistaken? It was the last yeah. round. Hey, it was, oh, it was the last round. I mean, uh, this is just me and just to more to Uncle RJ's, you know, great, uh, great analysis there. For a guy who looks for the knockout, I mean, look at his knockout percentage. For a guy who looks for the knockout, when you do something like that to him, you mess him up. Whether we, whether we as fans want to hit it or not, dude, you mess, you mess up the guy. You mess up the boxer. You yeah. mess up basically the person who he was as a fighter because of the fact that. He uh, goes from he go he has to switch his whole game plan just for one guy, and it's shown. I mean that that's just that's just the aspect of the fight game. I feel like that's why part three of the time period is gonna be really hyper. We also definitely need to see more of the whole uh Fury versus John Cole. I think that one's gonna be more of a a more solid type of boxing fight that a lot of people want to see nowadays. I think what it is with Joshua is that you're coming from the European world and now you need to come to America and fight our boxing. 
we have two top guys, which is Fury, uh, Fury and Wilder. You need to fight one of those. We need to see what you need. This heavyweight division is worth watching nowadays. You know, bring it, bring it back to how it used to be with the the Tyson days. Uh, Ali, Frazier, freaking Foreman, you know, those type of days. We need to see, I, I think what America is, the heavyweight division. America is based on heavyweight division. So once that comes into place for America, it's going to be money, money, money. So that's one for sure I definitely want to see. Um, what else? What else we got? Yeah, I know WWE will be talking a little bit more in that next show when it comes to the whole WrestleMania uh, pre-show before that comes in. We'll do the preview there. Yeah, um, don't get me started. I'm, I'm upset about that. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. it's gonna be a lot of a lot of a lot of talks about that one. A lot of the matches for sure. I think we we definitely be getting depth in that one. Yeah, it's yeah, already planned. The Goldberg and Reigns are gonna be a main event of WrestleMania. Blah 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 blah. blah. Listen, sorry, I went I went That's too far. Okay. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Let's see. What that, that boxer, Crawford? I forgot his first name. What's up? Who? Crawford. Oh, the pocket fight? No, he uh, on Instagram. Crawford, he actually put on Instagram that he's doing an open challenge. He wants anybody. Oh, that's that's new. Okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. This is just me playing the devil's advocate. This is just how I go. So, Sean Porter's been calling y'all for how long? And you still don't want to come out? Right. He's going to put that out there. Yeah, that's good. You know, I think for sure. What, uh, any Can- Canelo lose? Are we doing anything with Canelo? Is he fighting anytime soon? I know Canelo's fighting in May. Um, I just don't think that they've actually finalized his opponent. And if they have, I think one of the things is one guy up in Japan. He's actually going to fight him in Japan on May 5th. Around the okay. this weekend, you know. What about Super G? Anything going on with that guy? Uh, last thing, last time I heard, he had a sprained Achilles or a sprained calf. I kept him out of uh, out of training again. So at this point, I was just I know you can go out and loss, but in your age, though, you can't do much more. So I would look to probably one more fight and then call it quits. I mean, we already seen one boxer. <clears throat> go far in his career and because of you know one bad knee we saw how it ended Sergio Martinez should not have gone out losing to Miguel Cotto the way he did that's just me though okay yeah. <laughs> yeah, not even about that thing, you know? what's up for some of your when was it? No, he's having another one, dude. Was eight guy? Yeah, dude, they are having another one. Like it's it's another one. I don't want to set up for it, but I know it's another fight. Okay. 
Well, boxing world's coming up, so it seems like uh, Reject Guys is um, coming up real good. Boxing's going back around. Uh, UFC, I know for sure that the UFC main event coming out in March. Uh, one I'm looking for, I think it's the Romero versus um, who's that guy? Damn it. What's his name? UFC fight here. I want to see this fight. This fight, I think you guys, I think you guys should definitely look forward to this fight too coming up. So let me see which one is it. I know you're all more mm-hmm. fans. Somebody just forgot who. There you go. Israel Dantana. Dantana? Something like that. And Something like that. I don't know how to say his last name. My bad. But Israel versus Yoel Romero. So I think for me. As a UFC fan, that's the fight that I want to see for sure just because of the whole freaking Romero and the other guy. I think those two fighters for sure are one of one of the top fighters that I want to see uh, against each other. And they've been kind of hyping this fight up for almost the almost since uh, Israel's last fight, his last title defense. Be a real, real, uh, real fight that we should be watching out for. Definitely. Um, but yeah, uh, anything other news and stuff like that? I think we're, we got it down packed. Uh, main discussion uh, probably been good. Y'all, so. y'all want to talk football? Because I know Anthony and I, we got some, we got some football to talk about, don't we, Anthony? Well, I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I know, I know for a fact that the combine's coming up. A lot of, a lot of bear oh, stuff hold on, happening. Man, let's bring it on back, brother. Let's bring it on back. We've had a long break. We've had a pretty much long uh, break. We, I think that's we true. That's true. We're gonna talk about it. Kansas City, uh, they know we were missing, and I know for a fact we didn't get, go over this, but Kansas City, as you uh, Reject fans knows, that uh, Kansas City did win the Super Bowl. Um, Kansas City behind Mahomes, dominated 49ers. It was a, a, a nail-biter type of game. In my opinion, in this new game, this was the most entertaining Super Bowl football game that I've seen in the last five years. So hey. this was good. Good. You know what, man? I'm I'm, I'm going to go a little bit different with you. This is the last Super Bowl I've seen. Last from the five from the five last Super Bowls between the Eagles and Patriots, and between this one, these have been like the two most like down hard, like dude, down to the wire kind of games. I feel like last year's before this one was just really boring. Um. The main reason yeah. why I brought up the, the Super Bowl is because, you know, just going to give you guys a little bit of history. Tony the Kid, you know, said the fact that, you know, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes wasn't going to do it. But my boy Patrick, <laughs> the, my, my, my boy Kermit the Frog pulled through, man. <laughs> and he has, I'll I tell you this, he's a, uh, you know, I can't give him his props yet still. I still can't do it. I, it's the bare pride in me. It's, it's it's all that in me. I cannot do it. I, I'm sorry. I don't think he's – I still don't think he's that guy. I could I, I understand all these NFL analysts and everything, but you know, it's just something, something's up with that guy. Like, it's, it's something's going to happen, and I'm, I'm sorry. Knock on wood, nothing bad happens, but – it, when I got the inkling in me, it's in me, and I'm, I'm stuck with it. It's gonna happen. I don't know how long this dude really is gonna last. I don't think he's gonna last forever. That's just well, this offseason is gonna be interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. This offseason is gonna be just a little bit interesting. But I feel like, and this is just me 
I know one guy doesn't make a team. I know one guy doesn't make a difference. I'm not even talking about Patrick Mahomes. I'm not talking about Tyreek Hill. I'm not talking about Sammy Watkins. I'm not talking about anybody on offense. I'm talking on defense. Back in week seven, Kansas City signed Terrell Suggs from Arizona Cardinals. I feel that mm-hmm. that really boosted them up. That really helped their middle more than what it was before. Because if you look at it, Kansas City before didn't have much of a middle. Yeah, exactly. So with the addition of Suggs, it was a different story. <laughs> I think it was the teaching of it and the understanding between the players. I think with the good addition to him in the in the linebacker back was the whole fact of him communi- the communication aspect of it, him enforcing communication. Guys, communicate with me on where we're gonna play, who this player is gonna be at, where this player is gonna be at. We need to be we're not on point with the front four or the front three, or even ourselves within ourselves, then that back, that back four, they're going to struggle like crazy. So it relies on us. So I think that's one thing about Suggs where he brought in confidence. He brought in that uh, caliber type of leadership. And the leadership, you could definitely see it. You could definitely see it. Yeah, just like Anthony, actually, I'm going to agree that it was a pretty good game. Yeah, it's just surprising. I mean, like, they went back and forth. You can kind of see, uh, you know, San Francisco had that last run. They were right there. You know, I think if, if my opinion is, like, what's his face? Garoppolo, Capello, or whatever his name is, Jimmy, if he didn't overthrow that pass and if he would have threw it right on point, I don't know, man. I think we'll be talking different champs now. We'll be talking about different champs. But, you know, it, it that's football. It's all based on the play. It's how well the play is executed. And, and we that saw how not... well Patrick Mahomes adjusted under pressure, right, Anthony? I don't know about all that. But, you know, that's just me. <laughs> and we had fair calls, actually, guys. First time in the Super Bowl where the calls were fair. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's not even just focus on the calls, Uncle RJ. Let's focus on the fact that Patrick Mahomes did what a starting oh, really? caliber quarterback should do. <laughs> Right, right. No, 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 no. See, see, fancy art reject fans. You can tell RG3 is pushing Tony the Kid's button, and it's all about Patrick. And I'm gonna Tony the Kid's gonna go to his grave and say, No, 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 no. (laughs) But He's a champ. He got the ring. That's nice. That's nice and all. But you know, I give it to him too. He had a lot of a lot of doubters. Um, definitely, be you one know, of them. definitely with the whole, the whole, yeah, I mean, definitely <laughs> me be one of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, he had the whole drafting going in his mind. You could tell during the season he was talking about like, oh, really, this guy? Okay, you know, and I understand that, and I get that. That's a good chip on the shoulder. My only thing is, I, well. Not my own thing is I think what the good thing is that you have a coach like Andy Reid who can kind of keep you on point and keep you stable. I think what uh, a coach like that, Mahomes, has a, a bright future, in my opinion. What do you guys think of that, uh, that halftime show? Oh, halftime show. Even that was the phenomenal. I mean, <laughs> uh, not to, uh, you know, gloat in there like that and hopefully my wife won't get mad at me, but. I mean, come on now. That was a really good show. I like. I never really thought that these two collaborations would be, you know, really good. So I thought it was uh, a well, 
uh, movement, well, uh, all around the show. <laughs> Actually, I ain't gonna lie, I liked it. I enjoyed the show. I wasn't happy with the lineup of who goes first. You know, I think to me they should have gone with Shakira after J Lo uh, when they started. Um, but other than that, well, let's put this. Other than that, yeah, I think I think with the whole uh, let's put it this way: America and American standards between the NFL. I see why they put Shakira first, first. And, and they put Jennifer Lopez as the main event because you know since J Lo being from Brooklyn, um, you know her being you know like I guess you say the whole America aspect and her being America, uh, commercialized type of lady. Uh, that's probably why they kind of put her in the mainstream for sure. Um, but she's always, she's been, um, she's been phenomenal. I think with the whole work with the whole Shakira thing, that was a good mixture between them two. Very, and you can kind of tell the difference. You know, you had Shakira being nice and comfortable, relaxed with all of her costumes and stuff like that, and being in her tennis shoes, of course. And then you had you had Jayla being the it girl, all dolled up. You know, with the shoes and stuff like that, you can kind of see the difference in there, and I, I feel like that was a good, good thing. And for me, the thing with me is about watching halftime shows is that I've always preferred a, a, a rock band. You know, somebody like a, a Limp Bizkit, somebody like a Nickelback, it's somebody it's like Coldplay. You know, people like that because those music kind of give you that upbeat, like ready for the football game to come up. And that was sure. one one aspect that I didn't have. That I had about these two, like, is it gonna give me that? And I think it actually was pretty decent. It was, decent. you know what, man? Um, sorry to cut you guys off with this one, but this, this is just me. We always give the football stars, we always give the halftime show stars the, the credit when it comes to the Super Bowl. But can we talk about Demi Lovato's performance for uh, the, the national anthem, please, for like two seconds? Sure, sure. I missed it. Dude, it was great. Like if you watch it, dude, it was it was sung with such a passion, dude. Like I I was blown away by it. I mean, I've seen Demi Lovato sing, I've heard some of her songs, and always I always thought she was a phenomenal singer. But the way she sang the national anthem, it was just phenomenal. She delivered it, she had passion. You could feel that she was like, you know what? This is my moment to come back from what I um, from what happened even just a year or two ago. I had I had my I had my, my moment where I went down and yeah and life really kicked me down. But this is my moment to come back up and, and she stole the show. For for that moment she stole the show. You know, there's a lot of people out there, oh look at Christina Glera, blah 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 blah. You know, we focus on that. We focus on all the failures. We focus on all the people that mess up during the national anthem. Uh, Fergie for example. Yeah. But let's oh, that was about, Lara. But let's just talk about this one, man. It was just phenomenally done. And I'm not talking you know, because they actually finally had talent doing it. Well, then again, Christina Aguilera is talent, so I'm surprised that she may have messed up. She's, no, Fergie did. Fergie. Fergie. You talking about Fergie oh, okay. when she did it during the All Star game last year? Yeah, Fergie. Man, Fergie. that was. Yeah, because Christina Aguilera, I'm surprised she hasn't done it yet. No, she did it. She just she just messed up because of beautiful. I forgot if it was the words or something. She just messed up somewhere. Uh. I, that's that's what most people are gunning on her about it. But and it yeah. also gave uh, Alicia Keys a hard time too for that. Yeah, really yeah. true. Yeah, that was good. I mean. You're right about that. Like, um, you know, people go on talking about the negative part about it. And I think for her and her lifestyle, it's, 
Um, her lifestyle is a little hectic, of course, because she's a musician. I think knowing all mental, the mental aspect of it, a lot of a lot of that's going around. Where you know, I think everybody needs to find a stability within their life, no matter how crazy it can get. And I think now that she has that stability going on right now in her life, that's the best. I feel like that was a real good, uh, you know, good follow up in her career, and a good step in the direction. She's on her way. You know, keeping a positive attitude, let her not pay attention to these naysayers and all these people like that. You know, on her, her happiness, put it that way. Another thing I was going to say is uh, I watched a movie based on a legendary career of uh, Judy Garland. I think it was like the last um, weeks of her life, and I would actually recommend it. It's pretty good. Uh, Renee, I can see why Renee Zellweger would win an Oscar for that performance. Okay. Yeah. I just want to say that. I haven't seen it, but I do want I mean I'm interested about it because one of my all time favorite movies is Wizard of Oz. Not the point of the conversation, but you want to throw it out there. All right. <laughs> you gotta throw things out here and there. Uh, other than that, I mean uh we were talking about WWE of course a while ago. And to me, I don't like where WrestleMania is going this year. It's like there's nothing promising at all in any of the matches. Man, I'm done with WrestleMania already, dude. I have so much to say, but we don't have a lot of time for me to rant as much as I want to rant. So I'm just going to say <laughs> The Fiend losing to Goldberg was the worst decision done by WWE because you're just basically going to do your old idiotic plan of we're going to have Roman retire Goldberg even though Roman is not important in this whole thing but we got to make Roman important because Roman's the guy yeah, yeah pretty much I, I agree and as much as me being a Roman fan you know and you guys know I, I like I'm like I like Roman Reigns and I think he's gotten a, a good backbone to him now and I feel like he's done he's done uh, what he has going on in the business it's good for him um, thus far. Like, it started in a good direction. I still prefer, prefer him to heal. I still prefer that. But I also don't – I didn't expect this to be going down with him facing Goldberg. I think an aspect of him having a solid wrestling match, it should have been against the team if they really wanted a Goldberg and title match. Why not make it the team versus Roman if you really wanted to have it a good main event? Because you have the team having the title being – Direction of him being a uh, the unstoppable type of force, the creepiest, the mental guy that will get on your skin, and you have Roman, who's of course, I guess you could say the, the crowd favorite, the industry favorite, and, and, and wants to overcome all these odds and defeat the guy. So why would because you? Because people will boo him. He, 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 here's the way that here's the way that I see. He thinks the thing, yeah. Go ahead, that's Chief. No, man, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, you. Okay. If he beats the Fiend at WrestleMania, Roman beats the Fiend, people are going to boo him out of the building. They hide that boo all the time. If you're if you're at the live show and you watch it after the live show, I watched the recordings. They pretty much they overshadowed the boos that he got when he uh, when he beat the Undertaker. They overshadowed the boos that he got when he beat Triple H. It's like they put all these fake cheers on, and that's why Vince is trying to find a way to make sure that if Roman beats somebody, people are gonna hate. At least, you know, he might get cheers this time. And people are that's already it. saying we didn't want this. 
Yeah, exactly. Fans don't want to see a Goldberg versus Roman. When the heck did we ever ask for that? When did we do a fantasy matchup saying, hey, I wonder if we see a Goldberg versus Roman? Oh, I wonder why. Because they have two spears. Um, that's their, one of their signature moves. That would be the it move for them. And oh, wouldn't it be cool to watch these guys nowadays? No, we never said the hell that. What the hell are you talking about? Like, here's my thing, and th- this is just the typical aspect of a wrestling match. And this is how our, my mindset is when it comes to storyline. You want this guy to win. You want Roman to be on top, right? Why not make? Yeah. Why not make uh, the fiend pulverize him? Pulverize Roman to a bloody post where fans have to be like, oh my God, I cannot believe Roman's going through this. Oh my God, this is real bad. This is real serious. I feel bad for this guy. Why do you like why not do that in order for when Roman finally does decide to win or even to come up against that? You have the fans behind his back. It's simple. It's very simple, and it's an easy way to move to that. But it seems like because that happened to him at WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. You saw that when they fought each other, yeah. Roman was getting pulverized. It's it, in the beginning they didn't like it, of course. But you started to see the momentum going back into Roman's favor. Where okay, cool, I want this guy to win now. He's getting freaking pummeled, pummeled. He's starting to hype back up. He's starting to turn into momentum back against Brock. And right before he actually wins it, you get the whole Rollins thing. And, like, in my opinion, that was a missed opportunity for him to actually step up and switch over and get the fans behind his back. That was a missed opportunity. And I feel like they're still missing out on that. They're still trying to think that what your your way is is the right way. Like They, they think this think is Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right? Like, not at all. Sorry, buddy. Not at all. No way in the world would it be anywhere near that. Uh, so I don't. Okay. It's just um, you know, it's it's just uh, a sad thing to see. Sad thing to see, in my opinion. I think the match that everybody's actually talking about the most, and it hasn't even. It's just starting to build up. Would be Orton against Edge. Because we're seeing Edge oh. back in the ring, man. Like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong, dude. This is a match that should have happened years ago, but the fact that Edge is coming back after he was told no. That's, that's right. amazing. And that's exactly. I want to see what he could do. I mean, yeah. same thing happened with Daniel Bryan. Same injury and everything. And look where he's at. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why a lot of fans are behind that. I can see why I'm hyped a little bit about that. I feel like the storyline is getting, you know, going there, going there a little bit. I feel like they need to add a little bit more, you know, just for fans' sake, do a little bit more of the whole the Triple H versus Orton WrestleMania type of background. Right when, uh, that during the when they when Triple H went to the house and beat up Orton at the house and all that type of stuff like that, I feel like that need that needs to kind of come up in here a little bit to kind of stir up fans and spook them out a little bit and get them real more hyped up. I think that'd be a good solid background to have a, a phenomenal match with each other in that way. I think that would set the roof on fire. And another rumor I have heard would be uh, Taker against AJ Styles. That's another match I might I wouldn't mind, but oh. I think AJ Styles should have faced somebody else. Well, I mean, since Taker did come back and show down and do all that, I think uh, I feel like this was definitely going to happen for WrestleMania, AJ versus Taker. Um, still, my opinion, they should have had Sting, but that's my opinion again, of course. Uh, I'm always going to bring that up. But, uh, you know, it's 
I, I just really hope my thing about the whole taker thing is that I just hope he's in the shape. I hope he's he's you know put him put himself in a good position to uh nutrition wise, fix his body a little bit better as far as how he looks, make it a little bit more solid. And you know, once you start wrestling in the ring and we see him in there, if he's if I see him body shape wise, I feel like he'll come up. I think he just needs to have that in him. And they cannot. Oh, are we going to get another John Cena scenario? Exactly. But I also need to see uh, once you see that, you cannot have this match. Undertaker. Yeah. You cannot have this match in half hour or 45 minutes. This match needs to last no more than 20 minutes for this guy. He's not a type of a wrestler anymore. He's a half, like, no more than a half Not hour. even a 10 minute. Yeah, like, the way he is, how old he is now, the way the top wrestlers that they're matching him up against, he is not going to be able to last that long. You need to give him a good, you know, highlight reel from the beginning, get it out the way, and then Yapwes done. Get him out the ring because the longer the longer this guy goes, the more mess up, mistakes, you know, hurt, hurt, in, like hurt wrestler, like, like opponent wise, that's going to happen. I don't want to see that happen. True. So, are you guys happy with the Rumble winners? Yeah, dude, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, yeah, McIntyre. Uh, that, see, that's a that's a wrestling match I want to see too. McIntyre versus Brock. That's actually a good. I'm actually more interested up. in that one. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good one. I'm cool yeah. with that one. And who has uh, Rhea the Ripley against Charlotte? Who has the money in the bank right now? Nobody. Nobody at the moment. Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> All right. So we'll see who wins that at WrestleMania. Uh, and WrestleMania. Um, anybody leaving? Uh, apparently, I think Matt Hardy. This is his last um, week with the company. And he's going to so, be deleted to AEW. Yeah. So either he signs another contract with WWE with for more money and a better storyline, uh-huh. or he says I'm going to AEW where he could be uh, Matt Broken Matt Hardy and do better over there. Because okay. I guess the good thing is that he owns the rights to the broken character, which is good. Um, what's what did I hear? I heard some stuff about NXT about him going to NXT. Was that anything he wanted, or was that them offering? I think it's something he might have wanted. Okay, it's something I look at. I'm not too sure yet. Yeah, we gotta like wait to see what happens. <clears throat> Other than that, um, of course, AEW has a show going on today. They're in Chicago, also. Today? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. They're at the they're at the uh, the the Wind Trust Arena. Um, you guys there? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's good. I guess that's good. I guess we're gonna... all, all of a sudden SG three is gonna say something. It's like, um, oh, then he just stood <laughs> quiet. I'm like, well, did I lose you guys again? No, no, we're, we're here, dude. Um, okay. Well, let's get into the hour, so we're gonna cut it out a little bit. We're gonna do final thoughts. Um, final thoughts from you, SG three. What are we looking forward to? Um, we're looking forward to Fury versus Anthony. If yeah, Fury versus Anthony. <laughs> looking to see, honestly. Uh, what happens in the offseason? There's a couple other big moves that happened in football. Unfortunately, with the Bears, they cut Taylor Gable. They cut Prince of Mara. Um, see how that goes. Uh, but let, I'm excited, man. And you know, once again, 
Tony the Kid, I'm excited to see you, buddy, because we got a lot to talk about, especially about Patrick Mahomes and his great highlights because that he had during the Super Bowl. <laughs> We're just going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk more about that in the football season. We got lots of conversations on that one. For sure. oh, especially um, you know, because he was the Super Bowl MVP. Let's talk about that one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Uncle RJ? Any final thoughts? Oh, right now, I'm just getting ready for uh, the Netflix show. I guess probably me and you might have to talk about Batman later on, if you want. The costume and everything. Yes. Um, yes, we're definitely going to that Definitely, we got to go into uh, probably later on. Um, I'm so into waiting for Wonder Woman. Can't wait to see her movie. Yep. And uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to Kobe oh. Bryant. To the mama mentality. That's right. That's right, Reject fans. We did lose a phenomenal player, NBA player. Um, That's not Kobe Bryant did pass away. Let's not forget anyone else so, also play on, on the helicopter. The pilot, the family, yeah. his daughter. Um, yes. God rest all their souls, man. Yeah, it was like a... Very There's strong, a like a lot of people. Definitely, yeah. Her, they're coming back from a basketball game. No, they were going to his Mamba, uh, to Mamba Academy, and literally, it was the next stop. Damn, oh, wow. yeah, so sad. But you know, rest in peace. Uh, prayers go out to the families, of course. You know, did see the eulogy, loved it. Um, like the Shaq part of it, like you know, Michael Jordan did a pretty decent eulogy of it too, as well. Um, I guess he even, you know, joked about, it, of course, you guys about the whole meme stuff. So that's that's pretty something. You know, it was just nice to see how, what type of impact he had in the industry and you know how much people he touched. So that was really good. Um, well, one of the kids' final thoughts, of course, you guys uh, want to say is, you know, glad to be back for season three. Glad that we're all back together and get this show on the road. Uh, a lot more things coming. We do got our website up and running, of course. It's still work on the works. You know, still got a lot more things to do. But, you know, website's up. You can find us on Spotify, of course. Find us on YouTube. You know, the Reject Rundown. Just look us up. We're on there. Um, I definitely want to let you guys know that Candyman is going to be one of the next horror films. Uh, definitely look forward to that one. So that's just my opinion. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm Actually, to I want to see what happens with uh, Sonic and... If we're gonna start getting a Super Smash Brothers soon, yeah. oh, maybe. Yeah, they actually are talking about another Marvel movie in the mix. So that could be that could be very possible. So I'm look that'd be nice to be. We'll look forward to that one. All right, well rejects. Uh, let's hit the show. We got it going. Uh, let's let's see what's up in the next episode for sure. <laughs> we'll definitely catch you guys later. It's definitely a pleasure to be back. I'm glad I'm back. I missed y'all. And let's let's rock Definitely. out season three, just where we rocked out the uh, the first two seasons. That's right. You weren't even right, part man. of season two. I wasn't part of season two. I mean, one season. I one. wasn't part of season or... one. Oh, you were. I was. Oh. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, let's rock out all three seasons. <laughs> Care, peace, and uh, peace out. All right, man. Peace out. Peace Love out, everybody. <laughs>